a new episode of Unbox. I'm your host, David, and today we are um, talking about the issue of um, black masculinity, specifically what is it, how do we define it, and, uh, and other issues related to that. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to introduce my awesome panelists here today. Travis. Garnett. Jay. Hey, what's going on? I'm Tunji. Ejace. Amy. And I already said I'm David. So, um, yeah, I have a few questions here related to uh, the topic, but um, I want to make it as open as possible. So um, feel free to jump in whenever you want. Um, and yeah, just see where the conversation goes. So um, first question, um, just right off the bat, I wanted to ask you guys, and feel free to jump in anytime. Um, what does healthy masculinity look like to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Um, another way I can word it is, what does it mean to be a good man? Like, what, what does that mean when you hear that sentence? Like, someone says to you, you're a good man. Like, what does that mean? I think it's just, like, somebody who's just, uh, like, just a guy who's just, like, uh, constantly, like, working on uh, evolving himself, like, in, in every single way, whether it's uh, personally, uh, professionally, like, whether or not he's in a relationship, stuff like that. Just, like, a man who's just always... Um, always uh, looking to uh, improve upon himself and making sure that um, his feeling of, uh, of masculinity isn't dependent on like him being above um, or it, it doesn't depend on like being dominant over anything whether that's women whether that's you know being the dominant one in your career like basically just like uh, constant self-development is how I is how I view it just off the top of my head but I would say like, just kind of piggyback off of that, like, it's also kind of just, um, not only, like, evolving with yourself, but, like, liberating the people around you to do the same, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, like, just always finding this kind of, like, mutual respect <clears throat> between whoever is around you, like, no matter who it is, whether you know them well enough or whether you don't, it's like, you kind of just got to approach people, don't always feel like you're above nobody, you know, like, just approach people as if they're on the same level and just kind of proceed from there on out, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, before I, I'll, I'll let you guys get it, but I, w I was also thinking, like, these, those are really great um, definitions. I was also thinking as well, like, if you can think of certain words that people associate with um, being a good man, so whether it's, like, honor, you know, or, like, um, loyalty, like, people say black men don't cheat, but, like, it's hard, you know. I'm a faithful black man. Yeah, yeah, like, that's the thing, right? But, um, but, yeah, if you can add in, like, certain words that, like, you just associate with being, like, a good man, or being like someone who practices healthy masculinity? I would say strength, but not strength in the sense that, or in the way that people often describe with masculinity, like, you know, the strong silent type not able to open up. I would say uh, a sign of a good man is someone who is in touch with their emotions. And like, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like cry or whatever, but like you can feel an emotion and you can like understand it and react to it and deal with it rather than just like suppressing it and then you know exploding later i think that's probably uh something that a lot of men lack actually mm -hmm. well, you know but like the thing about it though is just like you know all of us like um like that's ideally like i think like the three of us just kind of like said like sort of like what an i what an ideal guy is but i feel like all of us like in one way or another just sort of struggle with um sort of the uh like the toxic stuff that's out there like, whether it's like you know like you're, you're supposed to be uh, like a provider in the relationship or like if you're supposed to be um like, like strong but like in, in sort of a negative way like like you know like you're ready to fight at any time or something like that you know what i mean like like I didn't realize like how much of that stuff was it was in me until like I got into the relationship with my girl and like I, all this stuff that I felt like I had dealt with was just like all like all this insecurity comes up because yeah. of one situation or another. Like it's crazy how like this stuff that we grow up with and like we know rationally in our head isn't right still kind of you know shows, shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Any other 
initial thoughts? And I actually like that point. Right. The strength, you know what I mean? Strength is always described in different ways. If you know, you gotta be strong, you gotta be, you know, you can't show emotions. Mm-hmm. But I think strength can be defined as actually showing emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you being able to handle your in demons, so to speak, yeah. right? If you can, let's say if you're in any situation, you are not scared of being vulnerable with another person. <coughs> You know, that puts you in a position of being a good man. Because let's say if you have a, a kid, someone down the line, you want to be able to install that kind of mindset into them, right? Saying, well, it's okay to be vulnerable. Being, you know, in our society nowadays, you get that understanding that, oh, when you're vulnerable as a man, that makes you weak. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language, that makes you gay, right? Oh, yeah. And that term really bothers the crap out of me just because of what does that even mean? Right. You know, what, what, what's that definition? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of men, they misunderstand what strength really is. Mm-hmm. So when they hear that, those phrases like, oh, you gay, you soft, you're weak, and you know, they try to hide it in, right? You know, <laughs> soft is a big one. Right? Yeah. So I think yeah. true strength, well, as for a man, <laughs> you know, what strength is, is literally what you just said. Being able to deal with your emotions and not being afraid to deal with that in an open mm-hmm. spectrum, right? Sure. That's, that's a very good point. I also so, think it comes down to like, just being comfortable in who you are. But at the same time, not necessarily settling and going back to what Tunji said, like continually trying to improve yourself, but still being confident and comfortable in the person that you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you, um, like I, I, that was really interesting what you brought up as well, like in terms of kind of like preconceived notions of what masculinity is that were taught to us, yeah. you know, maybe when we were growing up. Yeah. Like, you have certain things that, um, or maybe let me phrase it this way, like, when you were a child, for example, and did you have a moment where, you know, you had a parent or you had maybe a relative or even some sort of figure, senior figure or someone who you looked up to, maybe even a friend, like a male friend of yours, who pointed out something to you and be like, no, that's not what a man does, or this is what a man should do, or, you know, did you have certain things that um, you were taught, or certain moments that, you know, you were taught something which, about masculinity, which, you know, you kind of, you didn't understand necessarily, but, and maybe now you don't, you don't even believe in it, but you thought, um, or it really resonated with you. I'll give you a simple one. Okay. Um, I'm from a very big family, right? I have four sisters. And my sisters have like friends, female friends, right? So in most cases, I'll go hang out with them, you know, kick it with them, or something like that, right? But then, you know, I never really hanged out with the guys when I was a kid. So then my parents would be like, well, why are you hanging with the girls? You know, go hang out with the girls, play soccer, go do this. Mm-hmm. I play soccer, but, but most times, you know, just hanging around, just running around and doing one of those, most of those feminine stuff with girls, it's kind of cool for me, right? But then when you hear often that, no, you shouldn't be hanging out with the girls, go play soccer, go play football, go throw ball, but that wasn't what, that's not what you want to do, yeah. you know, to a point, you're not really living your own life as you want to live it, mm-hmm. someone is nudging you into a different direction, mm-hmm. and that, you, you get this concept of this understanding that, oh, well, maybe this is what a man should be doing, not what you were doing, but there yeah. was nothing wrong with what you were doing, right? yeah. but then you grow up, because as a kid, as kids, we just learn as we go. We don't know anything, right? Yeah. So whatever the older people tell us, or our parents tell us, that's what we follow. That's what we kind of, till we become our own people eventually, right? But then, growing up as a kid, hearing that constantly, right? You start thinking, or maybe envisioning that into reality. So then maybe when you turn into an adult, that becomes reality for you, right? right? So instead of you, you have this, this monkey in your back that maybe in any setting when there's women, or you don't know how to talk to women eventually because of you've been taken away from that, mm-hmm. you know, from that setup or surrounding. So for me, that was something that I had to find a better ground for, right? You know, I moved out when I was 17. So then I started, unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, I, I, I ended up in situations where I had to face different challenges and learn from them and become my own man eventually. And a lot of people don't have that, that, that love, right? So for me, growing up and ending up in different situations, I started figuring out that, well, there was nothing wrong with that. That was actually okay. Like, I could just have all female friends and do what they like doing, and there was nothing wrong with that, right? And that's something that I think some people might be lucky to learn, and some people are not fortunate enough to go through that experience, right? right? Yeah. Question on what you said. Yes, sir. Why do you think your parents 
like you said you were growing up, you were playing with the girls yeah, yeah, and they yeah. wanted you to play with the guys. Yeah. Why do you think that is specifically? Because, well, as is from an African family, right? Mm-hmm. The the which countries? I'm from Nigeria. <laughs> My parents are Nigerians. So, but but the understanding of a guy, you know, being they don't they they, they thought maybe oh I was know, let's, yeah. let's make sure he's not gay. Yes, yes. yes. Not so <laughs> so for them and it, it, start, it starts with how they grew up, right? Uh-huh. Because yeah. how they grew up that is just frowned upon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for them, not even realizing or understanding why they were against it. They were just automatically against it, mm-hmm. and not knowing the impact it's making in their kid or whatever the person is, right? So for them, it was it's a no-no for us, so it's a no-no for you, mm-hmm. right? And not not knowing that that could affect you, right? So I think for them, they were just afraid mm-hmm. of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. But I feel like um, it's a bit different where I'm from, so uh, Grenada. Okay, it's it's not really they don't know where it came from. They use religion as an excuse. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, so it's like high behind religion. I see. Yeah. And those countries are like super religious, so they bash back hard on it. So. <clears throat> well, I, I think that um, the, the gay issue, which I'm glad you brought up, is really interesting because a lot of, not just like, um, like, you know, from Grenada, from Nigeria, African countries, North America, like the uh-huh. black community as a whole like, is very religious. Yes. Yeah. Um, and has a very kind of, for as progressive as it can be in certain areas, like when it comes to um, sexuality, when it comes to um, like relation with um, queer community, like it's, it's still very, very slow in mm-hmm. terms of progressive to that point. And mm-hmm. a lot of that comes from black men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to... Yo, did you, sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. but did you guys see, I think it was like at the Oscars or the Grammys or like one of these shows. Oh, like, dude, dude, I like, showed up. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let so, the guy wear his tuxedo dress. Yeah, it looks weird, but who cares? Yeah. Like, they don't look like what. So, like, so my my question, my question yeah. to that is like, what is that? Where does that fear come from? I I think like I have a theory that it's it has to do with like emasculation and stuff like that, where like you know black black men because of slavery and you know dealing with trauma from from all of that um, and having to deal with being emasculated yeah. through slavery for generations. Yeah. Um, we have this like I don't know this sort of fear of you know being gay and so I can give you a personal right? answer because okay. like for me like as an actor like I like people like question my sexuality all the time because like the characters I do on stage or like the fact that I don't you know like objectify women as like they're walking like I get questioned on my sexuality <laughs> even though like, I don't know like like well like whatever it just gets it just gets questioned often and for me like it's never been an issue of, like, I, I've, I've never had a problem with gay people in my life, but there definitely is a part of me that's just like, I'm already black. Mm-hmm. I don't want another one, especially if it's not true. If I were black and gay, then I would, like, take it take it on and just, like, deal with the, with the, with, with the things that, the good and the bad that yeah. comes with it. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's already, like, a whole bunch of stuff that I have to do with as a black man. If, and, and I do... I have had to struggle with um, being even perceived as gay because I know there's a bunch of other stuff that comes with that as well and I don't want to take that on as well. So mm-hmm. like, that's, that's where, that's where um, uh, you know, the, my insecurities come from and I've had to just sort of like deal with that and just like, again, just like get better involved in myself and just be confident in myself and be like, hey, you know, if people believe this thing about me, then that's fine. But um, what, when it started to happen like a few times I was just like like man like I'm you know, I already got one. But, <laughs> and, and I think it, it's, it's an even deeper thing because I remember yeah. seeing this Instagram I don't know if it was on Instagram but this dad for, he he um he made a post about his children and he said he would not cuddle with his son because that's not what um like he, he's supposed to be a man like you know he's raising it to be a man and I'm like what does that have to do with yeah, yeah. You know, like, what, like, it's where does this need to come from? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, do, making yeah. sure our, our, you know, young black men are not gay. Like, where does where does that need come from? From like, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this though, and this is not quite the answer, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of men in general have no idea 
why do you feel that way? Like, yeah. just in general, just because of, oh, this is what I grew up knowing. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone has, not anyone, but I don't think a lot of black men have a definition. If you ask any guy, just how do you, why do you feel this way? I don't know, just not right. That's what they're going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, right? That's the answer they're going to they, give you. Or let's say some, some gay guys saying hi to them or whatever. They're going to offend it right away. Why are you getting offended? Right? And it's, it might be some kind of a mental upset. Yeah. 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 You know, just that black man. You know, I get it. Over time, the course of history, we've, we've been fighting over obstacles. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we've been having to get over something, having to get over something. Like slavery was one of them, right? If you want to get a job, let's say you're more, you, you're more qualified for a job and a white man is more qualified for a job, um, not qualified as you are, well, the white man most, most likely will get the job before you are. And that's another obstacle you got to climb over, right? We don't complain about things. What we do is, well, this is another struggle we got to get over, right? But then I think, but we don't ever want to show a sign of weakness, right? And that's not black mentality. No matter what it is, we can get over it. There was a there was a video I think it was a Black Panther video I was watching um, the Panthers right you know the yeah. the activists you know mm-hmm. I was watching a video and one of them was he said something like well if like a, a white person would just get upset over something and go shoot up a school but this happens to us every day mm-hmm. like I mean the cops come to the hood and then they shoot up you can see a kid get shot mm-hmm. what do you do you, we, we should be traumatized about that right yeah. but what do we do we don't we don't like showing our emotions. Mm-hmm. So then, being gay, right? That's you showing all kinds of emotion, right? You, <laughs> as you're doing something, right? <laughs> you're doing all that stuff, but that makes you, that puts you in a position of being something that we don't want to represent, which is. Um, I mean, I, I, I get what you're that's, saying. That's a theory. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's and I, I get what you're saying, but like, my worry is that sometimes it becomes really, it becomes kind of violent in a sense, where like, I remember there's this fighter, I forget, but he was talking about. If a gay man ever came up to him, like he would shoot him or something like that, like. But and this was like a really prominent, like. But that's my question. Black fighter, and I'm so I'm I'm wondering, like, why? Do we feel that? Where way? does this, you know, like Here's inner hatred? Yeah, go ahead. Here's the thing. I think two things. One, um, men afraid of being gay. This goes way beyond slavery. It goes. It goes yeah, it goes beyond that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the second thing, and this is something that happens in everyone's household that we don't talk about is. One out of every three children in North America do get molested, and it usually mm-hmm. happens at home, yeah. and it mm-hmm. usually happens with grown men and mm-hmm. you know young boys. Yes, yes. So it, it, it's, it goes a lot like deeper than what we think, right? Mm-hmm. It goes into our DNA from decades and decades and decades of conditioning, but it also happens in our home, right? And especially in big families. Mm-hmm. So you think there's trauma that is there? Uh, most definitely yeah, because. Sure. It happens with guys and with girls. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it's one of the things where, if you really, really want to discuss it, um, I was reading a book called "Don't Call It Love." It's like a sex addiction book, and it, it, it shed light on a lot of things like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because subconsciously, when you grow up and you've gone through a trauma, your brain might forget it. Absolutely. But it's somewhere hidden. Why you react? Out in that same way, but on that point, you know, if you're talking about molestation, mm-hmm. it's not happening to only black people. Most definitely, right? Most definitely. It happens to every race is capable of this uh, atrocious mm-hmm. crime, right? But then, why do we like to this question? Why do we have that feeling that we get that anger about about every single person, even people that even go through this trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Still have that anger, you know. It's, mm-hmm. It's a few times I've, I've been a part of that conversation where someone's saying, oh, I better no gay guy touch me, I'm, I'm going to do this, yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been part of that conversation, I've been part mm-hmm. of that surrounding, right? But I guarantee you that guy right there has never felt anything or gone through anything that would make him be that aggressive. Mm-hmm. But it's just the, 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 whatever he learned from being a kid or whatever he's watched from TV, right? We for watch sure, a lot of like movies sure. and then you see the movies and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Or yeah, maybe I should start acting like that. Maybe that makes me belong. Yeah. Right? The I songs think, you listen to. Yeah, that's the rap songs. Yeah, well I think it's a mixture of everything. So like, for example, the religion, the... Uh, it's not the accepted. Trauma, in the, yes, that too, yeah. The, the yeah. trauma, yeah. which passed on, uh, social conditioning, the TV, the media, all of that combined together. Combined together. Yeah, in the history, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, I totally agree with that, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's just a combination of all those things yeah. for black people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like it just kind of sparks this whole super aggressive mentality because like other races might not react as aggressive. But they do though. They do. It's they, not, it's the, the violent reactions is not just a black thing. Like, white yeah. people do white it. People, yeah. uh, I, you know, the only thing is, ours is more highlighted. It's highlighted. Yeah, that's the only difference. It makes it look bad, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, but but you're right, like, I mean, it, it is, uh, it is. It's actually racist. worse in some other communities, like. Dude, Middle Eastern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, bro. I'm yeah. South yeah. Asian. I'm telling yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were, they were kill you. So, like, in an American or Canadian context, right, so, like, we're black men, so, like, in the hierarchy of society, right, like, white men on top, then white women, then black women, then black men. The way in society, then, yeah, then black okay. women, right? Yeah, yeah. So literally, like, like if, if we're basing our self-esteem based on like our, our, our society, then like the only, um, the only like sort of group that we're above, traditionally speaking, is, is black, black women, women, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. so so yeah. so so basically, it's this sort of thing. Like the only like place where we can get sort of like the like, joy happening is like like all the women we have all the stuff with the black. Yeah. The moment, I, but then but then a gay guy, it's almost like. Like a gay guy is looking at us the way like we like want to like see women. You know, you, you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Like yeah, we're yeah. like we're, like like like, uh, like a gay guy is treating us the way we treat black women. Yeah. Like the way we treat women in general. And I'm so like no, like this is like this is like what we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the only thing I have. You can't treat me this way. I'm already treated like shit by like all these like all these white people and stuff like that. So like I'm not gonna get that same treatment. So because that's when you fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but that, we all know in the back of our mind that it's messed up that we're treating our black women this way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. That is outside the box, right? Some of them to be aggressive too when they like approach you. Yeah, and I'm like, shit, like, this is what women go through every fucking day. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I went to Atlanta once. And uh, like gay dudes down there are, are wild, man. Like, <laughs> they would say anything. I was walking with my mom, they're like, oh, I'm not a booty. <laughs> But on, 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 that, on, that, on that point, women in general get treated that way. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Every woman you see out there get that treatment. Some, mm. some, some like it and some dislike it, right? Yeah. And each to his own, right? But I mean, if I was in that position, I would not want someone, exactly. you know, hollering at me like that, right? And I guess that might be, even, even for you, I don't know if you, you know, for men in general, I think, when we when, when we, we're not receivers, we're more like givers, right? Yeah. So if someone is giving, <laughs> yeah, stop, stop thinking that. Stop. So I don't, I don't know. So, so, so for, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. So for example, I like receiving too. <laughs> Listen. Hold oh, on. Get your head out. Girlfriend gives you a gift, yeah. like, you know, yeah. because you are naturally you are the one that's supposed to be provided. Provided, yeah. you know, that mentality is just we it resonates mm -hmm. with us, right? So mm -hmm. we're always thinking, you know, we 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 give, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, sometimes I call myself in that mindset that I'm getting a gift, and I'm like, I'm not happy. You think I can't buy this shit? Like I got, yeah. you know, I mean, you get that, <laughs> yeah. you, you get that feeling, right? Yeah. But but then you kind of catch yourself in between. So I think, mm -hmm. like he said. Um, he said, there, "There's a bunch of th you said that yeah. There's a bunch of things yeah. that combine. It's multifaceted. It's just it's, yeah. not, it's not just one sickness. It's multiple sicknesses. It's just diseases or whatever you call it. They just combine together and just messing with your mindset." Yeah. You know? um, actually, I, I have another question. Um, Before you say another question, ahead, yeah. I want to say one thing, and there's like a personal thing, right? And it it kind of touches on what you're saying. What you were saying now. I believe masculinity in general, or black masculinity, yeah. um, and you asked the question in the beginning of this podcast, yeah. what is a good man, yeah. what is a masculine man, yeah. and I believe that a masculine man is a man who has a relationship with God, 
And that's just a personal thing, mm -hmm. right? Because I think like if you can master this relationship, yeah. you can master any relationship because you can learn to give and receive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's sure. all I have to say. Yeah, yeah, right. you, yeah that's good because you didn't get... I, didn't I, get your I, I gotta ask him something though, but... Mm -hmm. like, that definition of God, I'm a, I grew up in a Christian home, right? And it's mm -hmm. a very touchy subject, it's a very misunderstood yeah. concept yeah, as well, yeah. religion. Mm -hmm. And for me, the one thing that I love about religion, I grew up just, my parents are Christians, right? So I just grew up being a Christian, just by association, right? Mm -hmm. But then one thing that still makes me want to keep that part of my life is the morals that comes with it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have a different understanding of what religion is. Some people are overly strict about it. Some people are like overly intense about it. Like you do a little thing, you're going to hell. Like my yeah, question yeah. is, how do you know? Like if I was going to hell, God would have that me and let me know. 100%. You know what I mean? So, exactly. you know, people have like, all that together. So what's the true meaning of being a true Christian? Like, you know, you know is it being one with yourself? Like, is it believing mm -hmm. there's some mm -hmm. super, you know what I mean? So I think there's a lot of misunderstanding behind religion in general that people just use that to their own advantage. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. if... If you can, if being in that religion, you know, in the Bible, being a Christian is love one as you love yourself, mm -hmm. then I'm 100% behind you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If you treat a human being just like you, you would like to be treated, then that is, I believe that, that is what real masculinity is. 100%. Okay, would you, you're going to respond? I'm going to respond. Yeah, you, okay, you, I'll give you a chance to respond and I'll ask the question. No, no, you hold on for a sec because oh, I'm going to oh, respond. Yeah, right oh, yeah. Because I, I, I got to respond to no, you right oh, now. I hit a trigger right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what you're saying like like you, you said like you, you asked me a question what's the difference between and for me the best way I can answer that question is like I'm not a religious guy yeah and I don't consider myself a Christian but one thing I consider myself is a believer okay and ultimately I just think like your relationship with your girl is your relationship with your girl yeah. nobody else has their business in it right so I believe when you have a personal relationship yeah with the freaking, I call him the man upstairs, yeah. right? When you have that relationship, it's between you and him. It's like a walk. It's like a partnership. Yeah. Like if you go through any insecurities for your, you know, how people treat you, how people see you, these are insecurities that you can overcome when you do have that relationship. So religion, I'm not a fan of, but a personal relationship, I am a fan of. And that's, okay, now that's what yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and by the way, I was like, you're going to get a chance to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so next question. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you room, I'll give you room. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I was not, not going to like cut, cut you off. I want, I want to give you a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, next question that I want to ask is that, what is, unique, what is unique about being a black man? And I'm framing that in the context oh, of... Oh, that's a whole lot of... Unique struggles, not not like unique struggles. Oh, yeah. Unique struggles. Like I want to think about being a black man in, um, of course, we're here. Like you, you can America, think about where yeah. we are, North America, Western. Yes, yeah, Western. Scared. Like, what are the unique struggles that come with being a black man? Just being but, perceived as like a dangerous mm -hmm. threat. Like yeah. no matter what you are doing, no matter what setting you're in, like. I don't think there's ever been a time uh, where I'm not surrounded by black people where I feel totally comfortable, where I feel like the person sitting across from me or the lady sit looking at me from over there is not thinking like, oh, what's he going to do? Like, yeah. Am I safe? <clears throat> and I'm like, it's crazy. Like, just little microaggressions. You know, I'll be sitting on the sky train. I walk in. I got my backpack on. All eyes on you. Yeah, all eyes on me. I sit down. I, I carry my backpack. The train's packed. People will be walking. Look in the seat right here. And they just like, they'll go stand somewhere else. It just like, because oh, you're right there. Do you want to take my seat? Then they'll sit. Yeah, yeah. I, if I get up, they'll sit. Yeah. But if I'm sitting there, they're just going to look at the seat and keep walking. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah, they, they would rather stand. Stand. Sit, they sit yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, and it's like, I mean, we were all used to it. It's just like we're all used to it, but like sometimes I just think I'm like, damn, like that's just really my life. Break it down.
the obvious, right? The obvious, the cops, the, yeah, you yeah. know, we all know that. But mm-hmm. I think the hardest part, at, at least for me, you know, as a black man is having your own kind look at you a certain way. Oh, facts. You know, that's your own What do you mean your own kind? Black people as well. Yeah. Right? We are, and I tell you this with a, with a fact, that this, we are the only race that don't stand by each other. Mm. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We are. We're one of them. I, for me, if you see our rate of doing that is a little bit higher. We're the worst, yeah, yeah. 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 When it comes to that, we really don't stand behind each other. No, but I yeah, mean, I'm interested. And, and what I mean, what I'm, this, this tons of things, this tons of examples. Like, let's say, for example, if you see a black guy that's just a local artist, not really made it, you know, maybe the music is good, but maybe you just, but as black, let's say we we'll go to the show or whatever it is, yeah. instead of us supporting that person, as a black person trying to make it out of this tough life. Some of us supporting that person that ain't nice. We hate on Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, why are we hating on, uh, on a black person? But you get mad that you gotta pay for a ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they wanna yeah. get them for free. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, shit like that. Some of you probably yeah. go to SFU, right? SFU. SFU. Yeah. There's a, there's a huge Asian community there, right? Yeah. They're all, they're all like this. They're all yeah. together. But like Chinatown is a fucking embodiment of their unity. Yes. <laughs> they're all together. Yeah. And the funny, the funny thing is, black people, we don't know how powerful we are as individuals. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, educationally, when, 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 we, when we try to get education, we're extremely smart. Mm-hmm. Street smart, we have it. Entertainment, we're like top, top notch. Like, a black person will make something out of not, nothing at any given time, at any given moment, right? And that, and, and that being said, I have no idea why we can't stand behind. But like, and I mean, uh, uh, sorry, uh, just make a quick point that it, it even goes into economics too, like you're saying, supporting other yeah, artists, yeah, like, yeah. Um, talking about like how far, um, I think I saw somewhere like the black community is like the only community where like the, the dollar goes like the least yeah. um, in terms of like how many hands it touches, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, other yeah, communities, yeah. like they're really good at like investing in themselves and yeah. that sort of stuff, black Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. Tunji and then Travis. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think for me, it again, like, goes into, like, like, in our minds, like, in a lot of our heads, like, we feel like there are only, like, a few things that we can have. Like, you know what I mean? We only have our dominant room. We can only have, like, riches if we get into entertainment or athletics or, like, this, this industry or that industry. So, like, I feel like a big reason why we don't support each other is, like, if you like you do something and you become like a great success in yeah. it, in my mind you've just taken like one of the very few spots that are available for me to for me to have success. Crap. You know what I mean? But, because like we're under the impression that like, there's only there, there are only a few things for us. But 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 then that that's my point. Like, yeah. if, if a white person gets into that, yeah. it's okay. Because but I, but I'm, like, I'm not gonna let my brother get in there. Exactly, because like white people don't grow up with that like feeling of like they're they're restricted to only a few things. Like they think like they but that's like, for you to try to get your brother in. It should be. Because it's, it's, exactly. it's, a, it's a limited resource, right? Yeah. yeah. But then if you have multiple chances of getting into something, right? Yeah. Then that would make you want to struggle to be number one. I agree with you. That's how it should be. But like for a lot of people, like they're still like in that mindset of like there's only a few things. Should, yeah. Sorry. Shouldn't our, our obstacle that we know with every single person in here is faced every single day should it's, not be should. should not be a supporting cast Absolutely. yeah it should no, it should, it should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a way yeah. things yeah. should happen and there's a way things yeah. happen because yeah. it's like I'm, I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking at him right now I'm looking at every single person in this room I'm like man you've gone through every single thing I've been through yeah you've been stopped by a cop yeah. asked yeah. by ID for no reason yeah. 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 You, you've been stopped walking while black yeah. driving while black just helping a white lady while black, and you've been stopped at a different moment. Like, I can name like ridiculous stuff, and every single person has gone through that. That understanding, that concept should not be a bad one for you to be like, no, I got my brother's back. You ain't got me, I got you. Right. Um, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to simplify, but should not, you know. Let, let, let Travis, Travis. Yeah, so just to touch on what you said about like black people not supporting each other. So there are a couple, like, few examples of them actually supporting each other, like, in communities and stuff. And the only time when that happens is when people come in and break it apart. So, like, gentrification. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Black Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, they, they erased the whole thing. Um, Hogan's Alley, which is in Vancouver, yeah. Yeah. it used to be near Chinatown. Mm-hmm. 
um, they built a Georgian viaduct right through it. Damn. And they just displaced the whole thing. Yeah. And it was a thriving neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, sorry, can you talk more about Hogan's Alley and like yeah. that is specifically in Vancouver where we are? Oh, like what the significance <laughs> of that? Significance. Yeah. Um, See, I know a little bit about it. It's yeah. like, it's it's like in the 1950s. Like, okay. like, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah you, you can talk about it. I was just going to say, like, most black people I know have never even heard of Hogan's Alley. Even myself, I don't even know that much about it. And, like, it's such a significant part of our history. And it's just crazy, like, in this city, how little people know about it. Uh, I think uh, my little brother did a project on it. And that's the only reason why, like, I know anything about it. Yeah. That's Only crazy. because of Black yeah. History Month last year, yeah. I learned about it, and I've yeah. been here like four years. Yeah, month, I mean, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I've been here eleven years, and I heard about it like a couple years ago. So I never heard about it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I was born here, man. Right. Like, there's a documentary. Know, about it. it's it's the the but but that's that's to your point, man. Like supporting, but and, that could you know, be a different. About, that could be a, a bigger problem too. It is. Big. You know, it's, I'm not, it's I'm not a bit different. I'm not. I'm not into blaming people for my own demise. Yeah, I'm right. Blaming anyone. Don't. I don't like feeling like a victim. Mm. But it's you know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you wasn't ready. I got it. <laughs> but, but, but the reason is because of that way you think about solutions. Yeah. Other, you know, for things. Rather than thinking about the problem. A problem. Yeah. 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 So, and that's the reason why I don't do that. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could just touch, uh, like, kind of revert back to like the original question, which was, uh, like, what is the uh, unique struggles? It's like I was trying to build up on what you were saying because you said going into a place and just feeling like a threat. Yeah, bro, the shit. Like, honestly, me personally, I haven't felt too many occurrences of that. But I, whenever I have felt that, it's like, especially when I'm in a group with my homies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. me, mm-hmm. Emmy, and like a couple of our other homies. Just the other day, we went out to dinner at that t- oh, th- th- this restaurant. And after the, after after the dinner, we were just chilling, like right by my car. Like you could tell that it was my car. You know what I mean? We were all just standing around it, and we were just chilling, having a conversation. This police rolled by, and she like skipped everyone else. She, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she slowed down. You know what I mean? Specifically when like she was around us. You know what I mean? Then she like cruised around a lot. It's a pretty big lot. Cruised around it. Skipped over like everybody else. That so was like, standing around. And she she came like, right back to where she started. She slowed down a little bit. And she's like, oh man, you guys look like they're up to something. And she like rolls her window down. It's like, hey, hey guys, uh, what's what's going on here? And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, we're, I mean, we're just we're chilling. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yo, we're all chilling, just like laughing, joking just laughing, around. Just happened, just like, happened. I would understand if we were like smoking a joint or, or something. Doing, you, know, you know what I mean? Something I just looked off, but but just, just standing, having a conversation, laughs, taking pictures and yeah. stuff. And you never, then you never heard a black man. No, no, do it. Yeah. And she's like, "Yo, what's going on here? Like, how do you even ask her that? Like, what did you tell her? We just, we just like, oh, like, we're just hanging out. Like, but we then, just have some dinner. Yeah. And then that's the kicker, though. Before we leave, like, because you have to always bring your best behavior. Yeah. Whenever they come around, yeah. you don't want to give them a reason. Yeah. Because yeah. if you they don't need a reason, reason. they don't need yeah. a reason. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason they need uh, is just this. Yeah, that's the only reason. They but need. I, I do want to like, I want to take it even bigger. Like, in terms of our place in society, like, as black people. Uh, we talk about being a provider, you mentioned that earlier, like in, for black families, for like our communities and stuff like that. Um, are there certain like systemic or like are there certain things in our way of being those providers to the extent that we want to be or we yeah. need to be? And if there are um, and they're preventing us, what, what effect do you think that's ha- is, is, what effect is that having on us as, I as, feel as black like, I feel like representation in media is a really big thing. For me, when I was growing up, that was like, that was a really big thing. Like, I got my ideas of masculinity from like media, mm-hmm. like uh, athletes, basketball players, football players, rappers, like those were the guys when I was a kid that I was like, oh, like, wow, like he's dope. Yeah. Like I want to be him, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And. A lot of those people, like we've, we've, we've touched on this on other episodes, yeah. but a lot of people that are in the limelight are not good role models, right? But because there's so little uh, black representation in media other than athletes and, um, and like entertainers, like that's what a lot of kids are looking up to. It's a lot better now that we have like Obama. I, I like, I'm, I'm, I personally, like when he was elected into office, 
and like I saw that he was like a well-spoken man, like yeah. a well-read man, he was like the president of the law association, all that stuff. I was like, wow, like black people, like a black dude can yeah. do that kind of stuff? Yeah. How, old were, you, how old were you when you got like Sorry? How old were you when you got elected? Uh, we were like 2008. in high school, right? Yeah. 13. Yeah. Was it 13? 14. 14. 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was a party. I mean, that was a huge yeah, thing. Yeah, that was a huge. huge. I, I was like, I was like, man, I thought the only person who could do stuff like that was Martin Luther King. Yeah. Like, and I honestly, I honestly thought that. I honestly mm -hmm. thought that. And then, you know, I did a little bit more reading than I heard about people like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm like, oh, there's there's smart black men out there. Oh, yeah. that's just yeah. awesome. When I was a kid, I used to love reading. I would read encyclopedias, I'd read like fiction books, non-fiction books, but then, you know, the representation of black men in the media, I'm seeing dudes playing ball all the time. Playing ball, football, basketball, collection degree, soccer. I'm seeing dudes rap, I'm seeing dudes sell drugs. And I'm like, I knew that like I wasn't gonna sell drugs or anything, but I was like, all right, but these that's how you get money, that's how you become sex successful as a black person, as a black man. So like just I don't know, I, I feel like the more representation, like and, and I'm I'm really impressed that you have your iron ring because like some some black kid is gonna see you one day. Hold that, hold that ring up. Listen, you know, like, I don't love that. that you know what I mean? <laughs> There's like it's just it's, it's important for us to be more diverse yeah. in like the things that we try to achieve, mm -hmm. so that like the next generation, because we're not gonna fix it ourselves. Like no. we all know that, yeah. and mm -hmm. even the it's next generation is not gonna fix it. But they need to be able to see that like we can, we don't necessarily have to pigeonhole our, pigeonhole ourselves into like um, what we see in representation. Facts. That's, that's, that's a very good point. Question. No, it's. No, no, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um, because you mentioned something like uh, prominent, like prominent educated black men, right? Yeah. Compared to the ones that the media portrays, mm -hmm. right? So, personal question for you: Why do you think that these men have been successful despite all these obstacles? Um. Maybe, uh, honestly, I can't say for sure. Belief in themselves, honestly, hard work. Like, I, I believe anybody can do it, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that everybody believes that they can do it. Would being an athlete and a rapper? So it comes down to belief. No, I think he's talking about um, like ex excelling outside of that. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, so, like so yeah, I mean, it comes down to belief. I, I think, and I think that the more examples that the younger generation sees, the more that their minds will expand and the more that they will believe that, hey, I can also achieve this. Mm -hmm. But even, even with, um, you know, people like Obama, um, if we go back to the idea of like masculinity and that sort of thing, um, like he, he was able to come out, um, of course, you know, look at his background as well, like he comes from a mixed background mm -hmm. and you can talk about like his upbringing and that sort of thing. but. A lot of what he was as a person, like very soft-spoken, very calm, yeah. very cool guy, you know, very slow to get angry. Those are not necessarily things which, when you talk about like toxic masculinity, like he did not show those yeah. attributes, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so he broke a lot of those stereotypes of, 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 of like what people think black men are, or but what then, maybe the media even like. Yeah. But then here, here's, right? here's the kicker about. because of. When, whenever you see like a successful black man, right, that's portrayed in a different way of, of, of not what black but defined to be, what do they do? They, they differentiate that person from black people. They say, yeah. well, he was raised by his white side, or mm -hmm. he was more leaning towards the white side more than the black side, right? Mm -hmm. They try to create this diversion of black people are not this, black people are not this. And that's why you see media Put only only glamorizes the ignorance. Mm -hmm. They just want you to see the ignorance. And for some people that don't go outside the box to go research, to go really check their, their generation or where they came from, mm -hmm. they have no clue about that. Mm -hmm. Like, for, you know, I feel bad for people that watch the news because all they watch is Fox News and CNN. That's yeah. not the real news. Because they're feeding you something, they want, they want you to believe something that's not really reality, mm -hmm. right? Whenever you see a black man on the news, what do you, you see what you're, you're being interviewed, whenever you see an interviewed black man, is the stupid one. Yeah. Like they, they don't show a very smart man, a very smart black man on, on the media. And just why, why do you think that is? Because of they don't want you to ever believe in yourself. 
They don't want you to why, believe that you can keep us in that pigeonhole. I, listen, I honestly, I, I, I'm not even sure if it's uh, a conscious effort to keep us down more or whether it's more um, them just like, oh, this is going to catch eyeballs. Like, I honestly, I'll, I'll give you this, though. Way back in the day, right? Racism was more face to face. Yeah, right? yeah. That was racism. Yeah. What do you think racism is now? Oh, it's, it's, it's behind it's, your back. It's, it's systematic. I mean, it's, 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 it, it still is. It's, it's always been systematic. So that, that's the thing now. People are looking at it when they see racism. What they what they call it is, oh no, we just it just was trendy. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. They put it behind that, right? Well, like now, that's another like conversation. No, it's a, it's a different conversation. But what I'm saying is, we are we are ignoring the deeper meaning behind. What is happening? Because you look For at sure. it, and you you know it's like I'm gonna jump into something else. It's like going to school, right? Yeah. When you go to school, what what they teaching you in school right now is not what's gonna help your life. You you need yeah. school. You need to, you need you need to go to school to learn. But what's the real what's the real smarts? What's the real brain? That creativity of, of who we are as human beings, we don't have that anymore. You go to school to learn business from a person that would never dare do business in their life. Mm-hmm. So do you need to learn from like? Bill Gates, or do you need to learn from a teacher that's, that just is brainwashed to teach you a certain thing that, oh, when you when you that's graduate, they tell you, oh, you're overqualified, or you can't get the job, you need experience. So then why do you teach me the experience? I'm paying all this money for this experience, but you're teaching me something I should have learned. Yeah. And I'm saying that just adds to things like when you when you listen to the social media, they only show you what they want you to see. Yeah. And it sounds like conspiracy or whatever, but if you just... But you think they're trying to control... That's what it is. Yeah. You're being controlled. Yeah, I've, had, I've, I've talked to a white dude that tells you, that, that, that said to me, you guys are extremely talented. I don't know why you guys haven't taken over yet. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and, and if you really look at it that way... No, but he's right, man. But that is, that is crazy. Sounds very like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, I know, I know. Uh, but, but that's the way it is. Yeah. We don't... We, that, part of, that part of us that really think things outside the box, mm-hmm. that's slowly being tuned out. Yeah. And we just fall with the norm. I think that's why we as black people, we have to invest in ourselves. Like like you said, I think you were talking about earlier about um, just being together, like helping each other out. I, I, community. Yeah, community. Yeah. I personally, like I'm a basketball coach. Um, one of the things that's on my heart is to eventually, like somewhere down the line, do something where I can help um, teach some of the stuff that we're discussing here to like black black uh, black male kids. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And like we just need more and more people who are willing to invest back into the community. Why? Like once they make it, rather than just like making it and then and be like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So <laughs> that that goes to my last question uh, before we wrap up. In is and that's how do we redefine black masculinity for future generations? So. If we, like, let's say we all get older, like right now we're all over 20, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we're talking about... Yeah, we're old. <laughs> we're, not, we're not old, we're not old, we're not old, but we're getting there. Um, and we want to give back to the community, we want to mentor kids, young black kids, or, or whatever. How do we redefine that? Because us growing up, we were, we were taught, not just like from our families, we were taught by media, um, images that were, you know, shown to us. A certain image of what, like, what black masculinity is, you know, uh, we were kind of guided in a certain direction. Um, but how do we redefine that? Because obviously, I think we we all agree that it's not, it, it hasn't been perfect. And we've, through our own education, our own research, our own growth and understanding, we've been able to figure out um, that we can, that we can add on to it. We can we can evolve it a little bit. So how do we redefine that for? I would say like the generation before us, like our parents. I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know how many of these, like, black man-specific talks, um, like, were given to me as a kid. Like, yeah, my mom was like, you have to be twice as good as the next white kid, that sort of thing. But in terms of toxic masculinity, that was never really a subject that I spoke about with my dad or my uncles or, or really anybody. And it was something that, like, I learned through experience. Yeah. And I, I don't know how it is for you guys, but if, if, it's, if it was the same for you guys, then what we've gained through that experience, we need to actually have those conversations with the next generation of young black men that are coming up. Like, I talk with my brother now, because I, I never, I'm the oldest in my family, I don't have an older brother, right? So everything I've gone through, I now, like, try and pass it down to my brother. And that's, like, you know, just one way we can 
um, you know, kind of make things better for the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that heavy because it's like just like you. I literally. Yeah. Are you good? You're, never, you're back. No, I had to. I had to leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my, my back hurts. Like, I'm like down for a while. Like, how do you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it real smooth. All right. um, but anyways, yeah, like I've never had that conversation like ever with my with my pops, bro. Like, um, or even my mom. Like, I grew up in Ghana. And then um, oh, my mom was always, yeah, my mom was always, like, you know, just out working and stuff. She never really had, I guess, the time to, like, sit us down and, like, you know, talk about how to be a man. Yeah. And when I came out here, my dad never really, like, had that conversation with me. At least I can't remember if he did. And um, the, the, sh- the shitty thing about it is that, hold on, I kind of, I kind of lost my train of thought. Um, but, damn. Here, sure. Game, 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 game. Get your train of thought. But I would say that. <laughs> nah, 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 I'm gonna go. Nah, wait, now do you have it? Do you have it or you're still? No, 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 go ahead. Okay, go ahead, okay. Go ahead. Well, just going off the topic um, a little bit while answering the question, the, the first thing we need to realize is number one, we're men. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we need to identify that a man's journey is a solitary journey. Mm. This is something that's like finding yourself. And that's the first thing that we need to, and a man's job is to protect and provide and to be the spiritual leader of his family. And then we need to realize our place in society. You know, unfortunately our skin complexion and our social status, economic status, all those things are secondary, I believe. But the first thing a man has to do, you can never have a definite uh, definition of a man, right? It's a solitary thing. Only you can define what a man is, and I can define what a man is. For yourself. For, For ourselves, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, as black men, that's something completely different because we need to realize that whether you're black, or whether you're Chinese, or whether you're whatever, you're a man first, right? And then you can get to your strength. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, like, I forgot why I mentioned the fact that I grew up in Ghana. So, like, growing up in Ghana, I was going up with, it was me, my brother, and my mom, right? And then when we came here, I thought I had a chance to, like, experience what it was like being in a home with, like, you know, my, my mom and my dad, you know, just kind of see how the dynamic was in the family. But um, I don't know if any of y'all saw this, like, Wale was on, like, Red Table Talk with Jimmy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about how a marriage with, like, African parents is like a, it's like a business, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't ever see them really, like, show any no sort of, like, intimacy or Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, I feel like, I don't know if it's, it's probably like uh, a I mean, majority, of that. majority of them is set up in a business kind yeah. of way. So. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, I feel like a product of that. I mean, we'll, we'll be talking about it that way if it wasn't majority. You hey, know. Yeah, chill, chill, chill. Come on, who's But um, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel like a product of that behavior is from that masculinity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like that's that's actually a big part of it for me because like I never really knew how to. Like uh, really, like express emotion. Like I was just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, just, I was just in a relationship, and it's like I don't really know how to, I guess, like just, just be more open with like somebody that cares about me with that, that much. You know what I mean? So like, it's like we definitely gotta break that cycle, like that our that our, our parents have started, and just kind of like convey this new information that we got. It's like, yo, like this not the move. Yeah. It's not the way we gotta do it, man. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and it's not even like just, just to like little brothers, like. You can even explain it. Like, I got a little sister, and, like, this is stuff that I, mm-hmm. I plan to tell her so that, like, she could possibly, like, you know, relate. Like, have that kind of understanding that, like, in the future, she might be dealing with, like, mm-hmm. a male that doesn't know how to, like... How to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. Doesn't know how to, like, deal with his emotions, and she needs to understand why that is, and maybe she can kind of, like, liberate him to... Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's, that's to, Yeah, to, like, be more in tune with his emotions and be more open with her or whatnot, because, like, he might not... He might not have had the chance to have this kind of conversation, you know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think and like, sorry. just like a small bonus component too is like, I feel like this, like even though we're talking about black masculinity, like black, black femininity is like kind of a thing that I'm seeing in my household. Cause like with my little sister growing up, my mom is trying to like put all these like, cause my mom obviously like super OG So she's trying to instill all these like, values that she grew up having into this little girl that grew up in Canada <laughs> as opposed to her growing up in Ghana like and living there like all her life talking about like yeah she gotta start learning how to cook and start like learning how to like uh, be a proper <laughs> 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 
learning how to be like a proper, um, basically kind of training her to be a wife to like yeah, a wife, in the yeah. future. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, so like, that's another thing we got. That's another thing I'm also trying to work to kind of undo with my verses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, like, I know she's trying to like tell you all of this, but you know what I mean? Like, all these rules don't have to apply to you. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you can live your life a different type of way. You know, Idris, the, sorry, the crazy thing is, I think your question was how do we fix it, right? Not fix it. How do we start? Yeah. I think the thing that we need to understand, first and foremost, is our parents, from the generation and the era they came from, was totally different. It was different. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And we are, we're in a different situation now. Yeah. We need to evolve. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. What they did back then, you gotta understand, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, they had to be strong. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to be mentally capable of facing what they faced, yeah. right? So everyone that came through that generation uh-huh. has that same mentality, uh-huh. right? That's how they grew up and that's what they were trained to understand, right? And because of them knowing all of that, they had to teach us that because they feel like we're gonna face the same challenges. Mm-hmm. But then it changed. But now it changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's left our generation and the generation behind us to understand that there's always this shift at a certain mm-hmm. amount of time in life and we just need to adapt mm-hmm. and not get stuck in the past, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we have to be that, those, that new eye-opener, right? Yeah. Like you were talking about a sister. There's, there's so many guys now that be so comfortable marrying a girl that doesn't even know, to, don't even know where the kitchen is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But back then, that was a different concept. <laughs> like, she, she can't cook, get that woman out of here, right? Mm-hmm. That was a different time. Right now, it's totally different, and we need to realize that and adjust with time. And I think that's mm-hmm. what fix that problem. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, so... I want to ask a question to really open up your minds. Last question. Uh, yeah. Last question, yeah. <laughs> so, um, some people try to label certain things as this is masculine, this is feminine. But the question is, how much of these things are actually environmental and how much of these things are natural? Right? Mm. So, like, what's nurture and what's nature? Yeah, so, like, you know, a man has to be strong, like, um, a man is ambitious and all that, but. This is all for like, I think Honestly, I feel like, like the idea of masculinity is completely constructive. Yeah, so, it, so it's, it's, it's a construct. It's man right. It's man made. It's man made. Absolutely man Yeah. Well, but, but like, so, are there even certain things? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so I wanted to say, like, so on all these traits, should it be more something of an adult rather than masculine, feminine? I think that some of, I think that my theory is just like maybe uh, we've, we've observed some of our uh, natural um, tendencies or, or general natural attributes and mm-hmm. then like in society we said, okay, so this is what we're supposed to do. Like, so for example, like, mm-hmm. Uh, like in, in an average situation, uh, a, a man is more physically imposing than a woman, like just like, like usually, right? So we see that, we go, okay, so this is how it's just supposed to be every single time, all the time, no questions asked. And if you're not, if you're not, you know, stronger than, than, than a woman in a situation, then you're less of a man, right? So I don't think there's, um, sometimes it's not so much what's natural. I think it's just so much our, um, our translation or like the, the way we translate, you know, certain situations is... It's a, it's a, it's a family thing because yeah. when you're in a family, usually you have a man and you have a woman. And they work in a partnership together with their strengths. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And a man's strength is to protect and provide, you know, and a woman's strength is to nurture and to care and yeah. to love. Well, they both but, have to love. But, yeah. but like we're in a time where women can do anything they want. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, I know, that's, I know that's some that's like mistake. Like for, also, for an example, example, perfect example. My my mother, she put four of us through university single-handedly. Nice. Right. So she is the provider, mm-hmm. but I didn't do shit. So like, I believe it's not like maybe back in the days yeah. the men wouldn't provide yeah, yeah, but yeah. things are changing now. We're evolving. You know, that's actually so, that's actually very good because of, yeah. I think I think anyone can be whatever they want to be. Yeah, right? but I think the issue with that uh-huh. is some men are feeling like they're not men anymore. Yeah, because mm-hmm. natural that's women doing this, yeah. right? Yeah. So they don't feel, and they have to figure out yeah. what they want to be, how a man should be. Right. What a man, for them, what a man should yeah. be, right? For mm-hmm. them. And I think some men are very comfortable with their wives making more money than they are. Mm-hmm. God knows if I have a wife that makes more money than I'm good. Exactly. That's one of me. But that doesn't yeah. make me 
less of a man. Yeah. Exactly. Because Absolutely. at the end of the day, yeah. this, there, there are things, and I think what makes you a man is your morals, what, what exactly. works in you, right? yeah. how you behave. It's not the money you make, all those materialistic. Mm-hmm. If you die, if any of us die today, we're not going with anything we have. This chain you got is going to be here. He's going to yeah. rock that chain out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what so whatever, whatever we're doing does not describe what we are because like you said, it's all man-made. Right, mm-hmm. and some most cases in our generation, we are so sensitive that we are so caught up in this concept of worrying about what the next man thinks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think that's what's demoting who we who we can be mm-hmm. eventually. Right? Yeah. A lot of people they just want to be a let me just say a regular person, but then you're like, well, I'm not playing sports. I can't play sports. I don't know how to play sports. Everyone's going to think I'm soft. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that? You don't want to play sports, and why are you why are you so caught up in this concept of well, if I don't play sports, if I'm not doing what a man should be doing, mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna be, uh, you know, called a man, right? I've and actually, I think, oh, go ahead. no, no, go ahead, no, no. I was just gonna say I've actually had like a discussion like this with some of my my, my own friends, um, and like there's a need for human beings to feel like they belong. And the way that we look at the world, we also categorize things. That's just how we experience the world. You know what I mean? So, let, for example, um, when, I, when we came in here, before we started filming, we started talking about basketball. And I was like, oh, great. Well, they're talking about basketball. I feel like now I belong. Or I walk in here, I see a bunch of black people. I'm like, oh, great. I feel like I belong. And I feel like um, a lot of the things where people are afraid to uh, kind of express what's inside them is because what they see outside is like, oh, I have to fit in with that. It, it's just an, and it's not even a bad thing, right? Like all, all human beings, they need to belong. They need to belong to something. Yeah. And, and like, I, I just think that you can either channel that in a good way, right? And, and understand yourself and understand where you belong, or you can just see what you see and then just run towards. It. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, that's a great point. And I think. To your point as well about uh, the provider aspect, I think that's a really interesting uh, point that we're in as like black men is that um, you need to figure out how do we adapt to new roles, how do we adapt to our own um, our own mentality of what a black man should do, um, you know, whether in relation to his family or in relation to uh, his uh, relationships with other people and that sort of thing. So um, I think it's a struggle because. Um, we're still dealing with these systemic things that are in our way, you know, whether it's um, obstacles as, you know, just being <coughs> struggling with like things like, oh, um, how am I going to get hired for this job when I'm black and yeah, I yeah. have to do the inequality there, um, but at the same time, I'm expected to provide for my family and, you know, and, and be that person. And then mm-hmm. when you can't do that, and that's why you have high suicide rates, because mm-hmm. not just with black men, men, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it came out like in North America, like, Middle-aged men are like the highest rate of suicide um, now because um, you just you don't feel your your purpose is tied to your ability to provide. And mm-hmm. When you feel like you can't do that, you you lose purpose. And that's that's also like a shame with <coughs> living in a capitalistic society mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. it's all about what's your value to the market. Yeah. If you can't provide value, yeah. you you, mm-hmm. you, know, you have no purpose. You have yeah. no use. You know, you might as well go. So. Um, just, I know you're about to. Alright, we made like 50 final points. <laughs> I just want to say something to you. What? Right, I just want to say something um, to you. Yeah. I think we need to shut off the, the mentality of uh, I can't do it. Right. And I think, uh, don't get me wrong, black people face enormous challenges. And I think we need to turn that off that I can't do it. Oh, no, no. And I'm not saying it's not about not saying you can't do it. It's about acknowledging that they, they're there. And then, yeah. Because you can't solve a problem if you don't know it is. Absolutely. Yeah. But people, people run away from the problems. Okay. Right? As like you said, acknowledge that problem, right? Yeah. And the reason why people run away from the problem is like, you know, let's say you have kids or you have baby mom or whatever the case is, you, you abandon your kid or run away. Yeah. Right? And it's the fear of, you know, you can't Only yeah, yeah. 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 But, you, but you, you don't realize that's a problem. You don't realize the impact you're making on that kid. Mm-hmm. But you, you're just selfishly looking out for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to realize that, okay, this is a problem and this is a situation. How can I figure it out? Instead yeah. of blaming people for your problems. But as soon as you start really deflecting, you are saying it's not me, it's them. Yeah. As soon as you start pointing fingers, someone said to me, as soon as you're pointing fingers, you got four pointing right back at you, or three pointing back at you, right? Yeah, three right there. You got three pointing right back at you. Which is true. If you point someone, you're pointing back right at yourself, right? Yeah. And that's what we refuse to understand. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I was just playing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll play like this, right? Yeah, you'll play like Alright. Okay, I'm gonna be adoptable. I can't. Going forward? Going forward, he's always gonna start pointing like this. Alright, that's it. That's it. Thanks for, um, for tuning into this episode of Unboxed. We covered a lot of topics. Um, I, I, is the camera still on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but we covered a lot of lot of topics. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Please comment below with your thoughts. Um, join the conversation. Follow us on Instagram. Subscribe. Uh, let us know what you think. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll come back to you again next time. See you.